Jill and I were just talking about um, traveling with kids. I don't have any kids yet. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on that that track now. That's that's probably next in life. But I'm a big traveler. We travel all the time. I love seeing new places in the world and stuff. Um, but that's gonna come to an abrupt yeah. slow down. No, no matter once. how well Jill tr- plans her travel trip, she will find a way to wreak havoc and chaos <laughs> in the trip like oh how's the trip going oh you know like the ferry we were on burned down and we had to move hotels because there was an outbreak of ticks and like I, I don't know it's just the most random stuff that happens to you and be like oh yeah both my kids got pneumonia it was a great time yeah so your kids are how, how old now five and seven five and seven so there's you're starting to you were just saying you're starting to get to that point where maybe you can you know they travel yeah you can travel without well, them true yeah yeah that's a <laughs> and big take them places that's a big thing that's a big yeah. thing yep. you need to be able to do that that's a recharge that yeah. that you don't get even i mean even the other day like just you know where you were talking about how like especially during covid like you and and eric you're working from home and there's just no time to yourself. You just yeah. have no never time because the kids never. Because the kids, you know, the kids. You're, you're up. You're feeding the kids. You're, you're dressing them. You're taking them to the bus. You know, then you then you've got a window of time where you can do. Oh, and taking them to the bus is great, actually. I, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I right told, now. That's this what is great. Before <laughs> it was um, setting them up on their computers yeah, and then helping yeah. them through that. That that was. And then before that, they that didn't t- they didn't take the bus. You would walk them like kilometers to get or to school or drive. drive drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so just every little morsel of time that you have where you can breathe a little bit. You know, so it's important, I think, for you yeah. to be able to get away. Yeah, but she got a pool this year. She's like, oh, poor me. I got to be home. I got to work from home in my pool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that sucks. It is beautiful. Yes, it is. She's it's very nice. We swam in it yesterday. Very nice. Oh, my God. When is October it? October 20th? October 20th. October 20th. Oh. We were so all we, in the pool. I, came, I went open the back door. Uh, it was probably yesterday or the day before. And Nora goes, Daddy, what's, what's all that stuff coming out of the pool? It was steam. And I said, that's money, honey. <laughs> that's, just, that's just money pouring out of the pool because we're not even using it that much and it's just steaming in the morning i'm like yeah that's just my bills going up and up and up <laughs> Son of a... it's like it's like when i hear fireworks all around the city on all these long weekends people will be like what's that and i'll be like oh that's just the sound it's just the sound of people's paychecks blowing up in the air forty dollars sixty dollars yeah four hours of work yeah <laughs> Yeah, these fireworks are ridiculously expensive. You get like the most half-assed display for oh, like four hundred dollars. I know, and it's they're, they're get getting it. wimpier than they used to be. I don't get they're why like, people do it. Even a Roman candle now is just like, pew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, and we're just like, even the kids are like, eh, like it's not fun anymore. Back to travel though. You want to? You were like talking about wanting to go to like Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. I don't know if we can make it that A volcano far. will erupt while she's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally the last trip that Jill, like big trip Jill went on was to Mexico and like her whole family got, this was Incredibly like. ill. Yeah, it could have been COVID. I don't, I don't even think you got more than a half a day of enjoyment out of that trip. No, no, no. My came back, like, they thought your kids had away. pneumonia and you had pneumonia and it could have been COVID easily, but this was like pre like just at the just cusp at the of that, cusp. right? Yeah. Because it was we, like the winter of 2019. Zero. 
Yeah, that's true. We do. You brought it back from yeah. Mexico. The whole know. world shut down like a week after she got back. Yeah. It's like Jill Sorry. comes back. We're all Sorry. sick. And then all of a sudden this virus is everywhere. Oh, travel's opening up again. The border, the border now. The border. We can, we can go across. On, I think it's middle of November sometime. November 8th. Well, that's what it's unofficially said on a few sites, but mm. I don't know if that's the true okay. the true date um, yet. But yeah, it's still it's still going prohibitive. To the, going to the Wings Edmonton game in November, and uh, so you got to get you got to get testing to come back. Yeah, so we're we got to figure out the logistics. It sounds like if you get tested like two days before, you can use that test to come back, which it just doesn't. Make I don't sense. understand that. I don't want to get too into it because it, it's. It's all no, but it's something we're worse. talking about, especially yeah. here in yeah. Windsor, because because we're missing such a big part of why living in Windsor and area is so great. It and is so it's great. it's Detroit, and I think Detroit gets a, a really bad rap um, in the rest of the the world. A lot of the time, people look at it and they're like, "Oh, Detroit," but like if you live here and you go to Detroit and you you know you have that amenity that you get from like i love detroit i love detroit, I love detroit. so we've been really missing it yeah. for the last couple of years and it's a big thing for us to to start to be thinking we're going to be getting it back but unfortunately canada's policies right now mm. are making it still quite prohibitive even when they open that border the states does not require us to have uh, or it does not require fully vaccinated people to have a test to go in which is great we can cross the border but then Canada requires us to have a PCR test to come back for now, which, for now but for now. They, they said they have no plans of changing that right now. So that's a hundred to 200 bucks a person, right? And if you're only going over for the day, the workaround is to get a test in the three days before you go in Canada. But what does that prove? Yeah. yeah. Like, so you're proving that you don't have COVID before you go to the States and then you use that same test to come back into Canada. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. Like this, the whole thing mm-hmm. has been just kind of no. really and, and, to, and to also touch into off you, the cuff. You mentioned like how you miss Detroit, Michigan in general. Yeah. Michigan in general is fantastic. There's just it is. So, there's so much there yeah. and just access into the States in general to get anywhere around. And yeah. It's, it's just a shame. Now it's one thing and we were talking about this earlier. It's one thing if you're going away for a week. And while you're sure. away, you, you get the test a few days before you come back and you're fine. But if you want to just go over for a hockey game, the logistics, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt Detroit. It's going to hurt um, the economy just to just not being able to get people back and forth. And it already has, obviously. But people aren't going to go back still the same way that they, they would have had they just opened the borders up and not required these tests. Because of these tests, I know lots of people that, even though it's open, aren't going to go. Mm-hmm. And because that's hurting. Just, that's hurting cross-border business too, right? Because that's a lot of businesses rely on the Canadians and the Americans crossing the border so and tourism dollars. My dad lives over there. That's huge. Two years. So oh my god! Your husband works in the states. Yes. He travels over there. What? A couple days a week? Uh, one. Okay. One so what? If you work there, do you have? Do you have to be required a PCR test to come back? No. No, because you're essential. You're deemed essential. Well. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, not knocking people that work there, but I mean, if you work there and you're going and socializing with people and you're essential and you're coming back or you're going over there and socializing for recreational reasons, you're still going over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and picking and choosing who has to take tests is 
It's just getting out of hand. It's just not, there's no coordination. Really there's no part. real coordinated effort happening. You, you know, the two countries are just seemingly making these decisions uni- unilaterally mm-hmm. first, and then the other country is having to respond in some way. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening, right? I think you when we look back on all of this, there's going to be things that we're like, okay, you know, I'm, that made sense that we did this or that, but I think there's going to be a lot where we like, well, that was silly, and generations later are going to be like, well, that was unnecessary i think we're living i think we're living with this thing now probably for the rest of our lives the virus yep yeah mm-hmm. it's here yeah it's going to become endemic eventually we're it's all going gonna to turn it. into another seasonal sickness that you know and we're doing what we can to try to curb it and um geez i mean there's not to get too much into it but like saskatchewan where i'm from and like where my parents live their hospitals are completely rammed full. Their ICUs are completely overwhelmed. They're starting to triage and send patients from Saskatchewan to Ontario. Because of COVID? Because of COVID. Because all the ICU beds are, are taken up with, with COVID patients. And um, That's yeah. right now still? Right now. Wow. Yeah. They, the, Ontario just got its first Saskatchewan patient why, the other day. That? Because they have the lowest vaccination rate in the country. And they... Um, imposed the least restrictions and they went back tried to go back to normal too soon. life um, way too early them in Alberta both did the same thing I mean it, it, the writing's on the wall I, I you know I don't care you know one way or another everyone's got a different opinion I get it but like there's just simple scientific evidence here of what's happening and the, and the reason that we put impose these restrictions and the reason that we wear masks and the reason that we you know have these vaccinations is so that our hospital systems don't get overwhelmed because think about it this way if you have a heart attack in saskatchewan or if you're a cancer patient that needs life-saving surgery and needs to be in an icu bed and they're all full that's when the triage starts triage meaning who gets the care Mm -hmm. who's being cared for now is the person that has a heart attack or is it a person who it's on a ventilator or is it there because of COVID and they're unvaccinated and they do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like there, there's a triage that's going to have to start happening and these are the things that we're trying to avoid and I think in Ontario we, we, we forget a lot of the time that some of the harsher restrictions and the harsher things that we've dealt with here in Ontario have kept us from getting to the point where our hospital system is overwhelmed and we don't have to worry about those things happening because we did those things to keep them from happening because it's the writings on the wall i talk to my parents every like a few times a week and they tell me what's going on in saskatchewan and now they're sent they're sending people across the country because they don't have anywhere else to to take care of them that's scary mm-hmm. and we still have a whole flu season yes we're going into the worst season for mm-hmm. for sickness what, and from, things from like now to march yeah so th- this is important these are important mm-hmm. things if we were just doing nothing mm-hmm. We, we don't have the capacity, the hospital capacity for this. Mm-hmm. So it's all well and good if you're a healthy person and you're sitting at home. But what happens when something happens to you? What if you have a heart attack? What if you need care? What if someone in your family needs care and all those beds are full and they just say, sorry? What happens? It's yeah. happening mm-hmm. right now. People are dying because of it. And it's it's scary. That's the scary part. But I mean, we, we're, we're doing what we can. This is mm-hmm. this is. The state that we're in, it's going to be something we have to live with forever, I think. So I'm going to touch on that a little bit and tangent off at the same yeah. time. Um, 